Hi guys, this is your husband's anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. Okay, so today I want to talk about when do you know that it is time to let go? I realized that I did a podcast episode on how to let go, but we actually never spoke about the timing, right? So when do you know that it's time for you to walk away? Because you see, the longer that we stay in relationships, whether those are friendships, whether that's a romantic relationships, or whether that's a family entanglement, it becomes harder and harder for us to walk away, assuming that you are emotionally invested with the other person. But if you look back in your life, where relationships have gone sour, I'm sure there's one moment or a time period that you can think of when you were like, that is the time that I should have walked away from that situation and I didn't. And for some of you, you might even look back and say, I regret not walking away at that moment and sticking around for another couple of months or years or even worse, maybe you're still involved in this situation. See, when we really care about people in our lives, we have this guilt about just abandoning the situation because for most people, if you are emotionally invested, we don't want to quit. We want something to work. And time is a very interesting factor in all of this because the more time that we spent with a person, the more financial entanglements that we have with them. Maybe you have kids with somebody. It just becomes harder to walk away. And I hate to say it, but sometimes we take the easy way out where instead of facing the music, we decide that, you know what, this is actually not so bad. So I'm just going to stick around. Even though deep down inside, we know that we're not happy. We know that this is not what we want for ourselves. We also know in some small corner of our heart that this situation is not going to get better. Maybe we lie to ourselves and we say that, yes, if I do this, that, and the other thing, maybe I can turn things around. Maybe we feel ashamed to tell people that this relationship has not worked out. Or maybe we think that we can change the other person. (laughs) And I'm sure if you have gone through this merry-go-round, you realize that Regardless of all those excuses and hope that we give ourselves, eventually things come to a breaking point. And even if they haven't yet, we know that there will be a day when we have to face the music. So in today's episode, I really want to talk about how can you escape this misery for yourself? How do you, in your current situation, or if you come across this situation in the future, how you prevent yourself from suffering because the one thing about people that is so fascinating is we go through lessons in life and you would think that once we've gotten a lesson we do better next time but oftentimes we end up repeating the same thing over and over again and it all boils down to hope We hope that things will get better. We hope that certain relationships will work out. We hope that the other person steps up. We hope that they change. And 
I personally have a love-hate relationship with the word hope because a lot of things can happen, right? We can have a hope for a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that any of those things are going to come to fruition. But it's that hope that keeps us going. It's the hope that keeps us in unfortunate situations. So today, I want to talk about what is that point? What is the point that you know that it is time for you to walk away without having any regrets. Because you see, if you go to your friends, your family for advice, and you tell them that I really care about this person, and they have all these great qualities, and I really want to try to see if this works, usually people will tell you that you should try this, or you should try that, or you should change something about you, or you should maybe go on a trip, maybe you should have a talk. If you get to a point where you turn to your friends and your family, and your friends and family tell you that it's time to go, that means that this is beyond repair, that your relationship has reached a state where it's make it or break it. And after this moment, Whatever you invest into this relationship is just going to deplete you. Whether that means that it's going to deplete you emotionally, whether that means it'll deplete you financially, maybe it'll deplete you in terms of just your life, uh, your lifestyle, your well-being, your health. So when I talk about the timing of knowing when to walk away, that doesn't mean that you have an argument with someone or you had your first fight And that's it. You throw in your towel and walk away. No, this is that make or break moment where you know somewhere in your heart that it's not going to get any better and that this cannot be fixed. But somehow we tell that little voice, which may come from your heart, may come from your head. We tell it to be quiet because... Deep down inside, people want things to work out, right? Nobody wants to have a string of failed relationships. Sometimes we just don't have the energy to even go from one relationship to the other. Other times, maybe we care about what people say about us or what they'll think about us. And then there are times where you may think that this failed relationship might be a reflection of you, that maybe there's something wrong with you. And that's why this relationship has not worked out. So for all these reasons and for many, many more that I'm sure all of you can come up with, I want you to silence that voice. I want you to tell that voice to be quiet. And I want you to think about yourself and only about yourself. See, when you have that make or break moment, there'll be a lot of emotions that you go through. There'll be a lot of feelings. There'll be a lot of factors you probably do the pros and the cons of being like, okay, if I walk away, then this is what I have at stake. If I stay, and believe me, oftentimes people end up staying longer than they should because it's easier. And that's just the the honest answer. Breakups are hard. Even when you are in a relationship with someone that maybe you don't love or that you fight with constantly, it still sucks to break up with a person because it's a routine that now you have to get out of. 
there's a certain comfort level. There's a certain familiarity with the person. And despite the fact that maybe they even make you miserable, at least it's a familiar misery. It's a misery that you've become accustomed to. And sometimes our fear is not to be alone. And this is something that a lot of people just won't admit to out loud. But that's also a factor. Sometimes people don't want to end relationships because they don't want to be by themselves. They don't want to walk away from friendships because they worry that what if I don't find another friend who's known me 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? What am I going to do? Who am I going to talk to? So we stay in situations where we know that it's not good for us because we fear the unknown. And the unknown is, what if I just walk away? What if I throw in the towel? And the biggest thing that people run away from is regret. See, people don't want to have to look back at a relationship. They don't want to think that if I had just hung in there a little while longer, maybe things would have turned around. The reality is, if you've reached the make it or break it moment, you've already done a lot of things to make that relationship work or make that friendship work or patch things up or make that relationship work with a family member. When you reach this moment, you already know that nothing's going to change. The only thing that may transpire in the future is just you being more miserable in this entire situation. And yet, despite us knowing that, we still think, what if this time it's different? I don't want to look back at this situation and regret it. And you see, sometimes women go through this a lot more than guys do. And hear me out. The reason for that is not because women are any better or because we're built physically differently. It's because in most cultures, women are raised differently. Women are just taught at a very early age to balance different types of relationships, to make things work, to not give up. So when it comes to friendships, when it comes to other relationships, when it comes to romantic entanglements, women are just programmed, for the most part, to make things work, to persevere, to endure. Whereas with men, they work slightly differently. For men, they're not raised to take a lot of heat or take a lot of pressure in emotional situations or in uh, relationships. They're taught that if things get too hard, they can walk away. And I'm not saying it's because men are insensitive. I'm just saying that in most cultures, you will see that women will endure more, but it comes back to the upbringing. It comes back to the fact that they are programmed at an early age to deal with those situations in that manner. So oftentimes, women will hold on to toxic relationships much past their expiration date because they think that They have the endurance to get through it. They believe that they owe it to themselves and they owe it to the the people in their lives to make it work. And they also think that there's a lot at stake. Like, for example, if a woman has kids with a, a man, chances are she's going to try to make that work, even if she knows that it doesn't, for the the well-being of her kids. So that's just one example. But 
this can also be a factor. So that's why statistically, if you look at it, women take much longer to walk away from relationships. And even to take this a step further, even from physically abusive relationships, people know that this is their breaking point, but they hold on to those situations longer. And that is something that I hope and I pray that as a society and in this world, we can change because that's the most unfortunate situation. If you really think about life and if you think about everything that happens in our day-to-day life, we are so blessed in so many ways to be able to wake up. And if you're happy and if you're healthy and if you're surrounded by people that give a damn about you, that in itself is such a big blessing. And when you think about like how little our time is in this world, we only get, if you're lucky, a couple of decades uh, on this planet. And of that time that is so precious, we waste. We waste on situations that don't bring us joy. We invest our energy into situations that don't come to fruition. We do things and we interact with people that just simply don't make us happy. And When you put that in perspective, it makes no sense at all that we don't walk away. And part of it is also because we don't want to feel like we are selfish. See, that's something that in a lot of cultures, um, there's like such a negative connotation for just prioritizing yourself. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you being selfish. In a lot of situations, you should think about yourself. You should think about your physical well-being. You should think about your mental well-being. You should think about your financial well-being. And if you don't worry about you, you certainly are not in a position to take care of anybody else in your life. So you have to prioritize that. And one thing that a lot of people need to work on is not feeling bad about it, not thinking that it's a terrible thing to put yourself first. If you don't worry about you, no one else is going to worry about you. Because as much as people want to believe that they're selfless, deep down inside, people are a little bit more concerned about themselves than they are of other people. We just think that it's wrong for someone to overtly be self, uh, selfish or outwardly being selfish, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. If you don't prioritize yourself, how are other people going to see any value in you? So you have to make yourself a priority. And if you are not in a good place mentally, financially, emotionally, how are you going to add any value to somebody else's life or to this world? You can't. But somehow when we're in situations We don't think about any of this stuff. We think about, okay, I can't walk away from this now. Insert whatever excuse that we have. Insert whatever fear that's in our minds. And that prevents us from moving forward. That keeps us stuck. And you can be stuck for months. You could be stuck in years. And one day you wake up and you realize... I've just wasted all this time that I could have invested into another relationship or into doing something else in my life that I would have gotten fulfillment out of. And I wish, and here's the regret, I wish I could go back in time and I could walk away from this situation. 
And here's the, the crazy part. If you've gone through this once, I guarantee you, you've probably gone through it again, maybe even again, and maybe even again. And that's the saddest part. Even though we have gone through these situations, the next time the situation comes up, it's the same thing. The guilt kicks in. We think this time it'll be different. We worry about what people might think about us. And what do we do? We stay. We stay longer than we really, really have to. So I hope that you find the courage that when you know that you have done the right thing and when you know that you've put in as much effort as the situation requires, you tell yourself that I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to hang around in shitty situations. I'm not going to entertain bad friendships. I'm not going to be in an abusive relationship. I'm not going to stick around with toxic family members. I am going to walk away. I'm going to walk away without any guilt and without any regret or what I could have or should have done. I'm going to walk away to find myself a better situation that is fulfilling to me in every aspect. And I deserve that fulfillment. I deserve someone that would treat me better. But before I find someone else to treat me better, I have to treat myself better. So give yourself the permission. Give yourself the permission to walk away from these situations without any regrets and without any guilt. And promise yourself that you are not going to allow yourself to think about the countless scenarios of what could have happened had you stuck around. And trust yourself to know when it's the right moment for you to walk away. Because we always do. We know that breaking point. We know that after this, there's no more of us that we can give. We know that there's no more that we can endure. And once we get that point, we also know that this isn't going to change. And everything that we put into this situation after that is just going to deplete us. So free yourself from all these toxic bonds, from terrible relationships, from bad friendships, from people that just add no real value to your life. And don't ever look back into the situation. Most of the time people will tell you, oh, there's a lesson to be learned. But sometimes the lesson is not to repeat that whole situation again. That's the lesson. It's not the next time around, I should do this. No, the lesson is just don't go through this the next time. Find a better relationship. Find better friends. Make family. And don't put yourself in this situation again. And allow yourself the opportunity to go into a future with endless possibilities. And you see, that's the thing that people, when they're going to these situations, they forget. We get so hung up on trying to make something work that just isn't working that we forget how many other opportunities in our life we might be turning away. 
if we just keep holding on to this situation past its expiration date. I firmly believe that every single person that walks into your life is there for a purpose. Every single person. Sometimes people teach us good things. Sometimes people teach us bad things. But people come with an expiration date. When somebody doesn't have that expiration date, and there will only be a handful of people in your life that will come without expiration dates, you will know. You will know that this is the person who is going to be my ride or die and they will be here through thick and thin. But as for everybody else, they're there with an expiration date. Their purpose is to teach you something. But the lesson isn't keep going through these toxic situations, keep enduring these abusive relationships, get more bad friends. That's not the lesson. The lesson is they add this value to your life. Great. Let them go. Their time is up. Don't try to hold on to people past that expiration date. Because not only are you preventing yourself from moving on to the next chapter in your life, you're also preventing that person. And here's the absolutely bizarre part of this whole situation. People are not always terrible when you have to let them go. Just because something doesn't work out between you and another person doesn't mean that there was something wrong with you or that there was something wrong with that person. It can also just mean that you two were really great people, just not really great people with each other and for each other. They might be meant for somebody else. That friend that's a shitty friend with you that does not show up, that takes money and never pays back, that same friend might be a really good friend to somebody else. But he's not or she's not that person for you. Same thing vice versa. In every relationship, there are certain things that the person brings to the table and there are certain things that we bring to the table. And sometimes when you mix all those things, it's a disaster. But that's not really a reflection on that individual or on you. I really think think that there's somebody out there for everybody. And when we hold on to people past their expiration date, we're not doing them any favors either. That person might have somebody else that's perfect for them, but by you holding on to the situation, you're preventing them from meeting that individual. So that should soften the guilt a bit, that you're not being selfish by wanting something better for you. You're actually also being selfless by wanting something better for that person. And sometimes when we go through these situations and we have that moment when we know that it's not working out, think to yourself, don't I deserve better? And doesn't this person also deserve better? So by holding on to this situation, I'm also preventing them for something that they might be meant for. And hopefully that gives you more of an incentive and lessens the guilt a bit and allows you to move forward as you also release this person or these people and also allow them to move forward in their life. So with that, this is your host, Miss Anonymous. Until next time, guys, you're now checked out of the rehab. Bye.